Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, here we go, friends. It's the launch of the Music Cast. You just spent 11 exhilarating episodes with me discussing coffee and hopefully learning a thing or two about it. Thanks to my friends at leverpresso.com for bringing me all this cool stuff and products to give away. Congrats to Mike Leach for winning that one. And with the launch of a new cast, more of a continuation of the cast, but anyways, a new chapter comes a new sponsor. So I'm welcoming Variah Brewing to the table. It's a brand new startup company that offers six different methods of brewing. And they allow you to explore the world of coffee and tea in your home like never before. This machine is the coolest. It looks really rad. I can't wait to share it with you. It'll be available on my Instagram to check out as we go through. They've given me a couple to give away. And hopefully one of you lucky listeners will take one home at the end of the music cast. So stand by, keep liking, sharing, doing all the things you've been doing. I'm going to pick a random. Just tag me. Every single time you like it, you share it. Let's get those reviews up. I need you guys to start reviewing again. You know, I think you need some more caffeine, kind of get motivated and wake up a little bit and let's get going. Welcoming Barry Kirch to the table from Shinedown this week to launch the music cast. He's the drummer. He's also got his own coffee brand. We're going to touch on that just a little bit, but for the most part, it's music talk, health and music, touring in 2019 and lots of other things. So welcome. Episode 12, the launch of the music cast. Episode one with Barry Kirsch from Shinedown. Here we go. Let's rock. Let's rock today. On stage, I get to bring all of these people together for three hours. You're listening to the Brenton on Tour Music Cast. Brought to you by people who love music, people who make music, and all things, well, music. You still don't really know who he is, but he just helped you stop drinking shitty coffee on the coffee cast. So, get off to John, grab a ghetto blaster, hit record and play at the same time, and learn a thing or two about music. It's the Brenton on Tour Music Cast. Here's BD. There's my friend, some brand new Shinedown off the brand new album. I'm sitting with Barry Kirch, hanging out in Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada. My home. I actually made it home after five and a half months of touring, doing remotes. And uh, I was able to actually get down the street 20 minutes into a building that I used to work at. Conveniently, Shinedown's playing tonight with, with uh, Papa Roach. Barry's got coffee brand. He's touring around the world, supporting a new record, and it perfectly worked out through our friend Hoogie. So that's right. Those are all true stories. They're all true stories, man. <laughs> Welcome to Abbotsford. Thank uh, you. Have you been to Abbotsford or, or we, we oh, have? We actually played before. here uh, a little over a year ago. We we kicked off 
this touring cycle for Attention Attention um, in in Canada for the first few shows. We we played here, yeah, about a year and a half, maybe a little bit more ago. What's your thoughts on Canada, like coming up here to play? Your markets, Edmonton, I'm sure, Calgary, those yeah. markets are just killer for rock and roll. So, um, what's your your uh, your take on touring through Canada, especially in the winter time? Um, I'm not a fan of your winters. You can keep them. Uh, being a Florida boy, this is not my weather. Um, though it's been pretty mild on this run. Uh, the first one it was a little bit more into, I guess, early spring, so it's still pretty cold up here. Um, I love coming up here. It's such a beautiful country, especially when you get into the, like the Canadian Rockies area and and all those things. And we've only we started coming to Canada a little bit late. Uh, I think it was around Sound of Madness record time when we start, finally started to make our way up here and actually do small tours through here. And Kiss took us through uh, Canada, and that was a lot of fun. We got to see a lot of things. So anytime we get to see new places and and meet new people, we're having a blast. So I've, I've actually really enjoyed it. And to be honest, the Canadian people as a whole are very polite and nice. And sorry just because sorry. Well, we um, do our best, been, eh? It's the, Cana- it's the, <laughs> it's the it's Canadian the, way. It's the Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. They put something in the brew. Yeah, it is. So uh, we love it, and we want to do more of it for sure. Uh, it's been a good time, and we're making a uh, a conscious effort to travel out. It, it's hard because the between cities, it's a lot of long drives, um, a lot of very long drives, which, you know, it is the music business. There's money involved as well. So uh, we're lucky enough to be able to do it now, but it, it does take some time. Yeah, and you're touring with Papa Roach. You, I think, have a Canadian uh, passport. Those guys have yes. been up here so much. Yes. They're great. They, you know, Canada loves them up here. They play Absolutely. a bunch. So it's a great tour to be uh, crossing the path. It's a lot of fun. And we're, we're, I mean, we're very good friends with Pop. We've known him for a very long time and done many tours. So for us, it's a, it's like a family reunion tour. So this episode, uh, up until this point, I've had the Brenton on tour coffee cast, mm-hmm. and we've been discussing my journey through coffee. We've been discussing touring around the world, trying to find the best coffee in the world. Sure. Right in time, I just had the drummer for him with Fitz, with Brent Fitz and Ray, mm-hmm. you know, from Corn and Slash. And uh, our our stars didn't line enough, like no. line up enough for the for to get you on that call where we were talking more coffee because you have your own coffee brand as well. I do. This is going to be, you know, a new turn for me as far as the podcast because I've just stopped the first series of the coffee cast. Right. And I'm switching to music and you get to be the first guest conveniently you also have a coffee brand so right. we're gonna we're gonna merge the two i love it and we're gonna have a, a coffee chat and a music chat something that uh is a little bit new for the listeners who are tuning in to you know here they've been tuning in to kind of hear about roasting and branding we'll get into that but i also want to talk about music because this is what you and i do for a living right you know you you uh, you play drums and i tour uh, watching drummers play, right play nightly well, you're you're a player as well <laughs> back in the day <laughs> there was a there was a time so i think what we're going to do i, I want to have a bit of a chat about so you guys are jacksonville is that where you guys are what part of florida you guys were yeah, from jacksonville originally i'm the originally. only one that still lives there so i just spent some time at flamingo okay with the guys down right. there with paul and uh, those guys and and uh there was some great coffee in that city yeah. which was amazing so um did you how did the coffee thing come together uh, for you? Is this right. a love of coffee, or where did you where did that start for you? Because you've got your own brand, which is Spartan Brews. Spartan Spartan Brews, and 
you know, it's been amazing watching you guys, you know, like the Dave Elfson was on and, and corn, you know, Ray from corn and they got their coffee. So how did your, how did yours come together? Like it, it was weird. I mean, as far as the, the company coming together, a good friend of mine is my partner in the company. His name's Steve, uh, retired army. And, uh, we've been always talking about, cause he used to tour for a while too. He toured with Stane and getting, did the tour stuff after he, uh, retired out. Um, and so we'd always talk like, what, what would you do if you didn't have this life or what do you do on your downtime? I'm like, I don't really do much. I love to cook and I, I drink a lot of coffee. And he's like, what do you mean coffee? And I was like, well, I, I love coffee. I have for a long time. And it kind of snowballed that way. He took the reins cause he's more business savvy. I'm the artsy guy. He's the business guy. He, you know, he's, he's in law school right now as his second career, just for the fun of it kind of thing. Um, so he, he came to me and said, we're doing coffee. And I went, what do you mean we're doing coffee? He said, we're going to start our own coffee brand. What do you think of this? And he had the name Spartan Brews, and we do a lot of uh, charitable work for uh, veterans and, and especially like the uh, Army, uh, like Special Forces and, and, and things of that nature. So, um, you know, that being aside, it's a way of giving back, and we're actually keeping it really small right now. We don't want it to be big because we're both busy in our actual lives. This is a almost a side project for the fun of it, for the love of coffee and things of that nature. We plan to expand um, in the next like two, three years, cause he's going to, he actually lives in the Northeast. He's going to move down to Jacksonville where I live. And that's where we're going to really kick it off and make a home base and hopefully expand from then and, and do it a little bit more directly, I guess. So you, did you guys decide on doing brick and mortar or did you guys go online or what's, what's the plan for the, the rollout of it? I mean, I know it's right. been up and running, but is it, is there sort of this bigger, idea like you selling it there at the is. merch is there like you know what's the plan there there's a big bigger picture and it, it eventually hopefully will be brick and mortar right now it is just an online presence um because that's what we can keep up with it pays for itself right now and that's what we can keep up with and that's what we're going to do um eventually once he moves down to jacksonville we hope to brick and mortar and that we have other ideas and expansions that we want to do that are maybe outside of coffee but also coincide with maybe the food industry and i don't want to own a restaurant though i love cooking I, that's not something i I want to manage because restaurants are a pain in the ass, but um, we have some ideas out there and I really want to keep it. You know, I, I do gift bags in our VIP meet and greets and we've done some, we did like a get up roast for the song and for radio stations as a promotional item. But I really want to keep uh, this separate from shine down because this is, this is my thing, but I also don't want to ride on shine down's back. That's, I don't think that's fair to the other three guys in the band unless they had a piece of it as well. And unless they're addicted to coffee, which they, they uh, Three of the four of us are. Zach does not drink coffee. The re- I think Eric has a problem. Honestly, he probably goes through ten cups a day. That guy drinks some coffee. He um, needs to get together with Dave Grohl and find out who his the coffee therapist was. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a problem. I, I, you know, I'm a three, four cup a day kind of guy. I don't take it too far, but uh, you know, it, that's how this business side of it started. But my love affair with coffee started as a, a teenager. My parents took me to New Orleans on a vacation, and I tried the. Uh, coffee at, at uh, Cafe de Mont and it was a Cafe LA and uh, I was like I love this and that was it and then when I was in college I worked at coffee shops I um, started in one of the bookstore coffee shops one of the major chains and then ended up on campus there was a, a private roaster which is no longer there on the college campus where I went to college and I ran that store and, and really had a lot of fun and that's when I fell in love with coffee and the art of being a barista and I could also how I met my wife so you can pick up girls by giving them free coffee uh, <laughs> it, it really truly brings everyone together yes it, it does on, on many levels so that's where the love of it 
started in the the art of being a barista and i wasn't the best i mean it's the technology and the skills have gone so far that i just can't even keep up at this point i just know that i enjoy coffee that's the key i think everyone just keeps uh, coming back to that that i speak yeah. to um i wrote an article called which coffee asshole are you right and and <laughs> so i'm making i'll come back to there's that a lot and, and i'm gonna make you pick one but okay. the idea was that you know we all are in some capacity right. but in a funny way, like more like, sure. oh, I only like this or only like that. So we'll we'll circle back to that. But the idea was that as long as you're drinking it. Exactly. And the funny part about the whole thing is working here in this building, I was, you know, there was coffee heads all over the place. And I was like, nope, nope. And it wasn't until I started touring again, because I took about a year off. And it wasn't until I started touring again and really diving into it that I was getting some amazing coffee all over the world. And sure. then meeting guys like yourself that are like, wait a minute, you need to do it properly. Yeah. So, you know, it's a big difference and, and, between that small can of instant that you have in the cup. Totally. So, um, ironically you live in Jacksonville where Maxwell house is. Yeah. And, know, uh, and it smells great. And it smells great all the time. <laughs> I've never been to a town where it's like, where it's like, sometimes you go to like parts of like in Moncton or you go to like in parts of Canada where it smells like, you know, sulfur or, right. or you, or, you know, different gases Gasoline, because of the because of the industry or something yeah. like that and jacksonville's all coffee like literally where, i grew up in panama city florida and we were known for our paper mill smell which is the horrible smell it's brutal and i i, ju- I just went to the jags game mm-hmm. on uh, i think it was like thursday night football a couple weeks ago and, nice. and it's right beside the stadium like yeah. maxwell House, so it just keeps wafting in yeah it's great and it was it was like a monsoon that day so you get this rain combo with the roasting smell of the coffee the perfect smell. It was the we- and Florida rain has a, a, a specific smell. I don't know what it is, but there's a smell in a Florida afternoon, like super shower, that's different. To and I, I, they're probably gonna. I imagine you guys could probably bottle it into a cologne. Yeah, right. For your locals, so. <laughs> I'd wear it. So you're touring. Um, where are you in the tour on the on the on the album cycle right now? Uh, we're we're getting towards the tail end. This is the end of this leg with Papa Roach. We've got I think three shows left. Then we go home for a couple weeks, um, and then we head over to Europe with Alter Bridge. Uh, we do the Europe and the UK, uh, get home around December 22nd, and then we're going to take a little bit of time off. January, February, we're going to do uh, somewhere in the spring of next year a slew of festivals, and then we're going to do some evening with shows, um, which are more intimate shows, theaters, that kind of thing, and just do maybe a longer set, and do some deep cuts, you know, shows for the fans, and then it's time to get into another record, so... Uh, that's kind of the the plan right now. We're at the tail end of this record, but there's still a lot more to do. And we also have the, we did a movie or are doing a movie alongside this record. And uh, that's still in its infancy as far as how we're going to release that and, and which format and all those kinds of things. Is it going to be a Netflix thing? Is it going to be a YouTube thing? You know, we don't want to, it's not going to be a regular YouTube thing because we put a lot of time and money into it, but uh, it, it coincides with attention, attention being a, a concept record or a story record that, uh, we felt visually there had to be a full visual for it. And the videos you've already seen for the record are part of that movie. And you will see those repeating characters and it'll all make sense once it's put together somewhat. I mean, it's very artsy. Are you guys comic book fans? Yes. So yes. there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Make them follow exactly. along, which is great because it's a loyal fan base. Yeah. I think Mark Tremonti just did that on his solo record. Did he? From Alter okay, Bridge. Cool. He, did, yeah. he did something that like a concept record where he wanted to make... I think a book or something to go along with it. So mm-hmm. I think it's very cool because bands are needing to be as creative as possible right now to move yeah. this content. And then I think when you get fans to buy into this, this way, 
mm-hmm. where it's, I think fans now are hammered with so much that they so really much. have to be pick and choose what like where they're going with their, with their tastes. And most people are just hammering one song on Apple or they're, or they're on yeah, Spotify. Spotify playlist stuff. So it really keeps them engaged, which is, yeah, and we, we still like to make records. You know, we're not going to be a singles band. We're not a, a hip hop artist where every few weeks I throw a new single out there and it's on. There's no cohesiveness. We like to write records and that capture that part of our life at that time. So, um, I think doing things of this nature help keep the fans listening to the whole record. I think so. And you know, you've got a. I mean, you guys have been around long enough. I mean, what yeah. do we? That that is, you've got your you got your base, which is great, and you Thank can keep God. building on them. With, Thank you with, all of you. With, with, oh, this new stuff. <laughs> uh, Touring in 2019, mm-hmm. and I guess in essence 2018 for you guys probably is when it started, 2017 as far as this new cycle, but touring in the last two, three years, moving forward, this is different for you guys now. Yeah. Right? So I'll let the people at home Google the band. Mm-hmm. Feel free to enlighten them a little bit, but there has been a handful of struggles Within, within within the band. Maybe a couple of handfuls. Right. Yes. And you guys have had to battle through. Mm-hmm. And that's not easy from a touring standpoint. It is not. We're away from families for a long time. And if you're adding everything else to it, I mean, it it can it can break lesser people. And yeah. um, it's a struggle. And you guys are out doing it. And mm-hmm. you're touring. And it looks like you're stronger than ever. Yes. So... How is it touring now for you in this, in this new environment of trying to, you know, be clean, sober, Mm -hmm. uh, mentally well and plugging away, giving your fans the best every night and being the best to yourself every night. Right. Um, yeah. All of those things, you know, it's no secret that, uh, Shinedown's gone, gone through some things, especially our singer who battled addictions for, well, still battles addiction, but is sober now. Um, our bass player, who it's no secret that he suffers from very severe depression issues, um, clinical depression issues. And then you have Zach and myself, who have just sat back and watched it and tried to babysit the best we can, but not have the tools to help. You know, what do you do to a person who is all or nothing like my singer, and when he's decided to do all the drugs, you can't stop him until he wants to. Um, thank God he finally, with our help, but he had to dig himself out of that hole. That's tough. And on tour... It's all free if you want it. No matter what you want, it can be out there, and that's scary for an addict, especially when it starts taking the best of them. You know, I, I remember a long time ago waking up in the mornings, you know, setting my alarm for 5 o'clock in the morning just to put my finger under his nose to make sure he's still breathing or roll him over. Um, I hated those days. And for me, I'm thank goodness, you know, I, I've never done drugs. It's not a thing. I don't do those things. Um, I like my beer, but I never let it, let it you know, it never took a hold of me like it does in an addictive way. And then with Eric, it's hard to understand what depression is when you don't have it. And you see him, you know, he wakes up in the morning and you could just see it on his face. And he knows he's depressed. He knows he just has this dark cloud. But, he, you know, none of the medications that he tried worked for him. So he got off those and he's better off without them. Um, he quit drinking not because he was an addict, but because it put his head in that bad space. You know, if you had one too many drinks, you'd wake up the next morning and the darkness was there and it's sad. And so I'd try to be a friend of him, but befriend him by being positive around him. But sometimes he just doesn't want any of that. And he goes into a dark hole and you have to allow him to do that, but also let him know that you're there for him. 
or hit him up in, in, in his hotel room and go, hey, man, let's go grab a coffee, you know, or something of that nature. So in doing all, dealing with all that and living through all of that, we're in the best place now because, one, Brent's sober. We all work out together. We've gotten healthy over the years, and this started probably around, I'd say, the Amaryllis time period. You know, Brent looked back at pictures of himself during Sound of Madness, which is one of our most successful records, and he looked, uh, says in his brain, we could have been so much more successful if I would have just taken care of myself instead of getting big. Because he got pretty big there for a while. He was well over 200 pounds. And on a five foot seven, five foot eight frame, that's a lot of weight he was carrying. Uh, and, and nobody wants to put that on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, unfortunately. I think to that point, though, many would argue the fact that he's alive and yes. you guys are touring Yes, um, is as big as it could be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I don't mean yeah, what, I don't I'm, what I'm. What I'm. What I'm not talking about success from album sales. I'm right. talking, you're still a band. Yeah, we're you're still, still a band. alive. We're still touring. You're still touring. Absolutely. So that is a massive win. Yeah, and he. I think that is a and massive I agree. win. It is a massive win, and we're trust me, we're all four of us pat ourselves on the back, but also knock on wood every single day and pinch ourselves looking at the successes we've had. I think he just has regrets, you know, and and that's he put that upon himself. You know, he's all or anything, um, and then getting healthy, working out, um, has changed our live show, has changed the passion for the live show for the better. Now I don't have a good show if I don't work out that day. Like I need this. That's the new addiction. I need to work out, do something, even if it's active for 20, 30 minutes, if I can find the time to do something out here on the road and all of us do it, we do it together sometimes, sometimes we do it separately, but all of us work out to make that show the best we can. And then you get up there, that energy is so much more. And I think the fans can see it too. They actually see the four of us enjoying each other and having a good time. And we really are. It's not put on. It's not fake. Are you training each other or are you actually traveling with a trainer on tour? Uh, we train each other. We each have gone when we're like at home at our, our respective homes that have trainers or go-to trainers and do different things. And then we bring all in. that stuff out. Yeah, and then we amazing. have, you know, we can call them and go, hey, give me something for today because I, I just can't think straight. Just give me something. There's plenty of apps and things out sure. there. A lot of the Beachbody stuff, the insanities and things like that. You know, I have that Beachbody on demand, so I can go to the app and go, "Oh, well, I'm going to do this today," and and just knock it out. And then with this record, look, it's a story of the four of us and what we deal with. And you know, a song like "Get Up" that, that was written about Eric, you know, and about his depression. So I think by us really just being honest with ourselves and then through the songs to the audience and telling them the true stories has made us even happier because we just it took that weight off our shoulders and said, this is who we are. And the more we freely talk about it, especially for somebody like Eric, the more he freely talks about it, the better he feels. And now he's reaching out to try to help others. Mm. You know, that's, a, that's a great part. I mean, that's it. having that ability to meet people yeah. in every town that are your followers and everyone's struggling with something. Everyone. You know what I mean? Everyone's got something, whether they, you know, um, we can be the most positive people on the planet, but hey, there's something there. Bad days happen. Bad days happen. So you've got, you know, a guy in a great 
successful band. Yeah, it's got everything you could possibly want or need, and, and you would think that makes you happy. Not with what he has. Some days he's just not happy. Right. And he gets mad at himself because he's like, why do I feel this way? Right. And it's because that's the way his brain works. The one thing that's happened I've noticed in the last, um, the touring cycle for me over the last couple of years, I'm noticing a huge emphasis on health. Yes. And there's a great app on Insta called Fit on Tour. And it's for people like us that are just touring sure. saying, hey, we're going to upload our, our, uh, you know, our workouts today. Right. Uh, and I had a great day with them in Chicago where it was like, um, the guys, um, the crew guy, the kind of us crew guys, like, you know, I'm on the live nation side or I'm on the touring side, but we had, mm-hmm. um, like corn's security guy. And we had, um, a couple of guys on the tour just join and we, and, and they give us their Instagram page for the day and we took it over Fun. and we're showing off what we were doing to try to stay fit on tour. Right. And I noticed like from complete strangers, people were like, Hey, I mean, we work out. Um, on tour, like, what do you get? And then it started this chat of, of musicians and, and crew guys and you name it, like everyone, sure. it's, it's sort of almost like, you know, sometimes on tour, I mean, every, it's a family. We're it all is. out on tour together in some capacity or everyone, you know, especially bands and crew, but there still can be a little bit of separation mm-hmm. in this particular case, coffee and working out yeah. <laughs> brings everybody together and, and the working outside of it. Uh, I'm noticing a real emphasis now on bands really trying to take care of themselves on tour, but also helping each other out, sharing workouts. We had like under oath on that tour and they Mm -hmm. were working out every day. And then, and then the corn guys would jump in on it. And then it was great. Like everyone was just supporting each other doing it. And I'm, are you finding that when you guys do that, you're working out, people are kind of poking around going, "What, what are you guys doing? Can we join you? Or, or you're just kind of supporting each other. And your crew's on board with the same idea. And like, are you finding that it's, it's it, to go with this new way of touring? It's like, well, it used to be the bar and it used to be this and that. Now it's right. burpees and jump squats yeah. and, <laughs> it is. And, co- and espressos. Yeah. Right? Um, yes. Cause we call it our, our little prison gym. We actually, once one of the semis is emptied out, we have our workout gear in there and a thing. And we, I hang my heavy bags. I, I do enjoy boxing as well. Um, and we have our, all of our workout gear. And, and so we'll work out in the back of a truck. And so people will be walking on the loading dock all day long and we're in there sweating our butts off. So people have come in and said, Hey, tomorrow do you think I could join you? And we're like, yeah, it's judgment free zone. Come in, do our workout with us. Whatever you can do, you do, you do you. And we've had crew guys come in. Um, we've had other bandmates come in. We've had all sorts of people join us and we've had trainers come out and then train us in the, in the, you know, our little prison gym. Um, and it's fun and it makes for, a, I think a better morale than being hung over every single day. You know, and I think gone in a good way. Gone are those days. You know, it's not 1985 anymore. Where it's not 2006 anymore. It's not 2006 anymore. You're right. Uh, it's all available, and you're being filmed at all times. You're not going to be doing the same stuff you used to do back then. And I think that's for the better. It's a lot healthier. I it think, feels a lot. I better. think you're going to. I think there's certainly a, an emphasis on it. I know um, the touring world is definitely trying to support each other and yeah. it's it's really about time it is. and i think i don't want to say that there's a stigma to it but there's this weirdness of like not oh, everything that's rock and roll and that's, and i think people okay. are growing up now or not growing i think people are just like no 
it's time. Yeah. It's time. I, I just played four shows in front of a hundred thousand people and I'm miserable. Well, we got to figure that out. Yeah. We got to figure that out. You know, and, um, you know, and I'm, you know, I think it's great. I just, there's a, a new, um, a new app that just started on Insta as well called your tour support. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just released it on world health, uh, mental health day. Okay. And it looks like it's going to be a great platform for people in our world to reach out and be like, Hey, six in a row, miss my family. Guys want to go to the bar. I don't want to go to the bar. Yeah. You know, um, what do I do? And I think that, you know, to coincide with the working out and, Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it, I'm just, I I think it's great. I think it's a really great thing. And you guys, I think that's amazing because it, it is hard out here and people look at you and yes, we do have a very, a life of luxury in a lot of ways, but it's also a life of very hard work and it's lonely. It can be very lonely out here. Even if you don't have issues, it's lonely. That hotel room, those four walls close in on you and you don't know what to do and you're in the middle of nowhere and there's not exactly a beautiful state park to go walk through. What do you do? And sometimes you end up in the bar. I know I do and still do occasionally. You know, I might tie one on occasionally and that's okay. But you don't want to do that every day, every day off and it becomes that routine and then that's when you end up in trouble. Um, Especially if you're trying to build a big giant coffee brand. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're trying, well, and you're trying to build, trying you know. Trying to stay healthy and trying, trying to build to... my brand. And we've come to the terms now that that's a big show we're putting on and we're responsible for it. 100%. And we want to give 100% of that crowd. And you can't do that when you're fighting off the cocktailian flu from the night before. If you know what I'm saying. Well, you've, and you've learned from that scenario. Yeah. That, and, and I think, um, are, you finding, are you finding that this is a pretty common occurrence amongst all the guys you're touring with now? Yes. Like all the bands. It's sort yes. of like, hey, remember what it was like in 2008? Yes. Wow, this is way different now. We've or had those is, stories you know, with Papa Roach because back in 2008 we toured. You know, back in the day we toured and it was... We had a lot of fun. I won't say we didn't have fun. We had a blast. But it was not good in the long run. Now we look at each other and go, man, that was a good time. Not doing that again. You go, you want to go work out? You know, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. What's a day in the life? Of, I know you got to get on stage, so we'll, we'll wrap up soon. But um, a day in the life right now of you guys, the band, you got the, the meet and greets. You got walk um, the listeners through the rock star day. Sure. You know, you've got tour managers, production managers, you've got people pulling you in a hundred directions. Right. What's your day like right now? I think like a, a stereotypical day. Let's wake up around, for me, I like to be up around 10, 11 in the morning. And you got to think that sounds late to some people, but we don't go to bed till very late after a show. Um, so if I can get my six, six to eight hours of sleep, I'm happy. I, I, I'm definitely one of those people that can't survive off four hours of sleep. I just don't work that way. Um, get up. Morning ritual of whatever, brush teeth, etc., and then uh, get some lunch. That's what I do. And then at one o'clock, two o'clock, I'm in the gym. I do my workout, or or if you know, sometimes luckily when we play like hockey arenas and stuff, they let us use their stuff um, if they're not on season and things of that nature. Um, so get my workout in, and then after that, it's it's meet and greet time. So then you go do your meet and greet, and we we do we don't do normal meet and greets. Shinedown doesn't. You know, a lot of times it's a uh, you know. The paid meet and greet is, okay, you get a picture with a band, get out. We don't do that. We cap it at 50 people, but we go around to each and every single person, each one of us, shake their hand, give them a hug, whatever, and talk to them. Ask them how their day is. We become therapists sometimes, and it's difficult because there's a lot of stories put on you, but people pay a lot of money and spend a lot of time to come to these meet and greets, the, the Shinedown VIP meet and greets. We're going to give them our time. So that might take an hour and a half. It might take two hours. So we do that, and we take pictures with everyone. And then we do our radio meet and greets. Now those are a picture line. You know, 
we do the picture line, but we still shake everybody's hand, say hi, and then we talk to the radio station, then we do whatever interviews we have after that. So then, where are we? Six o'clock-ish, 5.30, 6 o'clock-ish. Um, it's time to start thinking about the show. Go get dinner, call the wife. Then it's time to warm up, warm up, do your show. We Right now we're doing a 90-minute show. Um, you get done with the show around 11. Get off stage, probably eat a little bit of food because you're wore out from the show. I'll have a couple beers, and then you come down. Next thing you know, it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Repeat, rinse, repeat, get on the bus, sleep in a bunk, show up in the next venue. Figure out how to get in, follow the signs, <laughs> do it all over again. It's It can be very monotonous day, and that's why you got to find things outside of it that you enjoy. Like Eric's been doing a lot of writing lately, and that's been helping him. Just short stories and things and, and whatever he wants to write. He's just been practicing writing. Um, Brent is... With his addictive personality, all business, all the time, no matter what. He's constantly on the phone with the management label. He is just all business um, all the time. That's Brent lives, eats, and breathes Shinedown. The only thing outside of Shinedown he cares about is his son. That's it. Um, it's pretty. It's actually amazing to watch Brent the way he works now that he's cleaned up because he has to have a focus. He can't stop, otherwise those demons come back. Um, Zach's a social butterfly, so he's just flitting around and talking to all the other bands. That's kind of his thing for me. Um, you know, I, I might play a video game here or there, but I, I, I like photography. So I'm very much an amateur photographer, but if I get a good day off, like we just had a day off in, um, Penticton and went up to the, uh, what is that? Giant's head. I love it up there. It's one Beautiful. of my favorite. Beautiful. I got some great shots and I spent, you know, a couple hours there. That's my peace time or podcasts or masterclass. You mm. know, I watch a lot of cooking stuff cause that's my passion outside of, of shine down when I get home. I'm, I love to cook. So, and we do it out here. Zach and I actually have a large smoker out here, and and we'll do smoke days after the show, and we'll feed all the buses. You know, every band will put a rack of ribs on their bus, and sounds like it's the perfect fun for tour. us. <laughs> <laughs> and it gives Zach and I something to do. You find something to break up the yeah. monotony. Yeah, no, it's great. It's a, you need things to do, which is where this podcast came out of. Was yeah, finding things to do outside of us being busy. But it's like you know, we tour around the world and see some of the most amazing sights. Yeah, but. The coffee journey has been amazing. And then meeting people that are, you know, in it and discovering it and traveling. And we all have kind of the like, we're kind of the same mind where we're mm-hmm. all looking for things to do. So it's great to meet people like yourself. Uh, this is home for me. So I'm not actually touring. This is great. This is like yeah, you home, but still home. <laughs> finally get to be home and actually come see a show. Um, but I know, you know, to fit this into your day, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, so thanks for that. And well, thank um, you for doing it. Uh, the, uh, let's let people know where to go here. So we got coffee, we've got, um, you know, your website drumming, mm-hmm. you're doing lessons. Like tell me and tell our listeners like, uh, where they can find you. Um, well, and anything that you, you, they, they should know. Sure. Well, if you want to try some of the coffee, spartanbrews.com is the place. I believe we also have some on Amazon as well. Uh, when it comes to me personally, I'm all over the Instagram and Twitter. I don't, I have a Facebook. You'll see it get updated. I don't use it. I don't check it. I don't look at it. Um, it's just a figurehead for my Instagram photos to show up on. Um, but it's there if you want to follow it. Uh, same with Spartan Brews. There's Facebook and Instagram and all those things. And Shinedown, of course, is on all the social platforms and, and whatnot. So it's pretty easy if you just type in your little Google machine, my name or Shinedown, you'll find it. Awesome, man. And... Um Congrats on the record. Thank you. And the touring. Be sure to um, 
keep drinking great coffee. You as and well. The great thing is, is that you guys are at with Alderbridge. I'm going to be in London Fantastic. on your show day. So it you sounds to me like, well, I finished the night before you guys, Perfect. and I'm sticking around the extra day to kind of check it out. I just saw their their CD release party, and I'm going to call it CD release party because that's just, I'm in my 40s. That's so that's what, that's what it is. <laughs> that's our generation. Uh, but um, I just saw it in Orlando, and to be able to see the first show and the last show on that tour uh, is going to be going to be cool. And the fact that you guys are on it, um, yeah. it's great. And I think Seven Dust are on. They're on the UK run. On yeah, the UK so it'll run. Be Seven Dust on that one. And uh, so that's going to be awesome to see. So I think we got to try to get a workout in. I'm in. We're probably all staying at the Continental, anyways. <laughs> I have no idea. Attached there. <laughs> I have no and, idea. Uh, and uh, and some coffee. I'm in for both. Yeah. Now, before we wrap this up, where were you when you went? That's a good cup. What was it? Italy. Italy, yeah. Italy started it. I can see Italy that. started it, uh, and it was a branded one. It was Ely. Yeah, that's it a great was, coffee. So it was Ely backstage. Um, I, don't, I don't judge. There was, a, there was an Ely uh, espresso machine, and I had had a handful of espressos over the years, mm-hmm. but I wasn't a coffee guy, and the right. listeners know this, but I was not really a coffee guy. Um, but then I had you know a handful of espressos over the years, Um personally you know traveling and all sure. the rest of it and then i just needed one and had one and then another one and then another <laughs> one and then it was lavazza and then it was tim wendell bow and then it was all these different ones yeah and then i just got the best coffee tour in the world so the italians definitely do it right there's some great stuff everywhere um and i you know that the journey never ends no, because every there's re- so many great little regional local places that you find, and, and some in the middle of nowhere. You're like, wow, that's a great cup of coffee. That's amazing. I'll leave you with, which coffee asshole are you? Okay, I don't know. Well, I'm the new coffee drinking asshole. Okay, the number one coffee asshole is the guy who wears the apron, or the girl who wears the apron, but in a good way because they make some amazing coffee. The okay. really great baristas. There's different kinds of Coffee assholes are ones that um, don't, uh, that refuse to accept any other kind of coffee. They won't drink Starbucks. They won't drink Tim Hortons or Dunkin' Donuts, Maxwell House. Right. Um, or there's the ones that, you know, are so in on roasting that they will only visit a certain region. They'll scope it out in every right. town and go, I'm only going to that place because they serve it from here and that's it. So do you fall into a category of coffee asshole? Like when you're making your brand right now and you're making your coffee, you're like, it has to be like this because it's the only coffee that I'll drink. No. Or do you go looking for the, the special cortado? Do you go looking for, um, like, what's your specialty coffee drink and which kind of coffee asshole would you consider yourself? As far as coffee asshole, I think I'm the experimental kind. I want to try it all and see what it is. I, I don't care. And you know what? If I'm out in the woods camping and all I have is some Sanka instant coffee, I'm still out in the woods and I'm going to drink some coffee and it's great. I don't care. You know, I'm not that guy that goes, I can only have that one brand or it wasn't made on the specific machine at the certain time and it didn't come from, you know, it's not a Tanzanian pea berry that I got, you know, sourced locally and roasted myself. Uh, I like a good cup of coffee and good conversation with a good cup of coffee. That makes me happy. There's, I love going to my, my parents' house and they, I've got them on my coffee now, but it used to be I'd go to their house and they would have Maxwell House instant coffee. But I got to hang out with mom and dad and drink a cup of coffee. So I'm that's really kind of about the asshole. company. It's really about it the is. company. And it's that doesn't make you beer, an asshole. You know? That makes you a coffee drinker and um, an entrepreneur. Yeah. And 
a lot of things. Just I just like to experiment. Me. So I think that's the fun of owning a coffee mm-hmm. business is what blends can we make? How can we source them? Where's it coming from? How's it taste? You know, I'm not a light roast guy, so I don't really like our breakfast blend as much as I like the darker roasts. doesn't mean that other people don't. It's a good breakfast roast. It's a good light blend. It's not mine. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you. With it. I can't wait to try it. And uh, let's catch up in London. Please do. I will see we'll you in London. We'll revisit this and sure. do a bit of a workout. And, yeah, I'm and, in. And uh, you can put me through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. Game Thanks on. for the time, Barry. The, the first guest on the music cast. Yes, music cast. Uh, the music cast, but we did, uh, we had to touch on a little bit of coffee. Thanks for joining me this week. Uh, travel safe out there. Everybody check well. out Shine Down online, wherever you get your music. Just get the music. Get the music. That's the key. Thanks, friends. Until next week. If you want more music talk, check out me, Todd Hancock, and the Toddcast podcast. We release on Tuesday, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, yesterday's podcast, November 5th. You can hear a Blundell Podcast Network exclusive. Alter Bridge guitarist Mark Tremonti is a guest. He's famously known for loving Metallica. Check out what he said was his favorite track from Master of Puppets. For me, it's Orion. That's the one that brings me back to my childhood the most. I was always a huge fan of Metallica instrumentals, and uh, I was really bummed on the Black Album that there wasn't one on there. Again, Mark Tremonti of Alter Bridge. His band just released their new record called Walk the Sky, and you can pick that up wherever you buy music. The Brenton on Tour Music Cast is brought to you by the Toddcast Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, oddly enough, at Toddcast Podcast. And you can get all podcasts, full interviews, and more at ToddHancock.ca. We'll see you there. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.